Joining us now for a legislative update is uh, State Representative and uh, Republican House Leader Matt Hall with us right now here on WKZO. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, Governor's State of the State address uh, was a couple of weeks ago, and I know you had a a number of local leaders and community members from our area uh, invited up to uh, hear those remarks as uh, guests of the occasion. I know you wanted to give them a a quick hello this morning. Yeah, um, you know, that's one of the the great things every year is, um, you know, we get a couple guests to the State of the State, and it's an opportunity for you know, some of our local community leaders to come up to the Capitol and uh, come out on the House floor and listen to the governor's speech. So, you know, we were very happy. I invited uh, Tim Frisbee, who's the Vicksburg Village president, um, Mike Fry, who's the chair of the Kalamazoo Veterans Affairs Committee. Uh, we had former rep Lawrence Wanky there. Um, it had been his first time back in a long time. Uh, we also had uh, Gail Dugan, who's uh Allegan County Commissioner uh, that represents Plainwell at Sego. So you know, I just thought it was great to have um, some of our local community leaders who work so hard um, and have served the public over the years uh, there. And so they could hear uh, what what's next for the state of Michigan. Well, it's our first chance to uh, chat to, since the governor gave her annual State of the State address back on uh, January 24th. So what are some of your thoughts uh, as you look back on what the governor had to say? Well, uh, you know, at the end of last year, the governor commissioned a Population Council report, um, and she handpicked um, a number of her supporters and experts uh, to sit on this panel and, and try to figure out you know, where does Michigan stand relative to other states? And what their population council found is Michigan ranks toward the bottom in education scores and performance. Uh, It's something like, uh, you know, seven out of 10 fourth graders uh, are not proficient in reading. Uh, It was something like seven out of 10 sixth graders are not proficient in math. So they pointed out that is a big problem. Um, they pointed out that our roads are among the worst in the country uh, and that, um, you know, a lot of people are graduating. Or, you know, Michigan students were paying to educate to go to our universities like Western, and then they're leaving the state. Um, so when Governor Whitmer came out and gave her speech, uh, I was hoping, you know, that she would, she would address some of these issues. Her population council says the state needs uh, an economic growth plan. Um, that means we don't have one. And uh, instead of kind of laying out an economic growth plan that that addressed these issues, uh, what we saw was kind of a a number of poll-tested tactics, you know, and a lot of new free programs. And the challenge we have is, uh, even though the income tax went up this year uh, because of the Democrats, you know, they can't fund all this stuff in the budget. All the stuff that the governor's proposing uh, doesn't work. And so what the governor's had to do is uh, propose rating the teacher's pension fund uh, to come up with the money to pay for these programs. And you're talking about uh, things like uh, free community college for for everyone. Uh, You're talking about expanding free pre-K for all four-year-olds in the state. You're talking about, um, you know, permanently funding 
the free lunch programs and free breakfast programs. All of those things are good. Um, however, the, the question is, how do you pay for them? And the challenge we have is um, the taxpayers expect a return on investments for their, um, you know, for their hard-earned dollars. That I mean, the money we're spending came from the taxpayers, and we're not measuring existing programs to determine whether they're working or not. We're just tacking on new programs and expecting the taxpayers to pay for it with, you know, higher taxes, uh, but also, um, you know, all kinds of uh, gimmicks like this, like raiding the pension fund in order to pay for some of these programs. And I'll say one thing Michigan's gotten right, uh, largely because of Governor Snyder, is is really getting ahead of paying down debt um, so that we don't wind up in a situation where, you know, these things are bankrupt and the, and the retirees can't get health care or they can't get their pension. Um, you know, and that requires responsible budgeting over many years to pay these things down. So reversing course on this, um, you know, eventually uh, somebody's going to have to pay for, um, you know, these choices if we decide to uh, do that today, uh, to pay for programs today. At some time, someone's going to be on the hook for that. And that, that's why I don't endorse that idea. State Representative, House Republican Leader Matt Hall with us on WKZO this morning. Got a couple of moments left. And speaking of uh, paying for some of those programs, the governor last week uh, unveiled her budget recommendations. So did you see anything in those recommendations that uh, uh, encouraged you in any way? Well, you know, there, again, there's a lot of good, a lot of good ideas. Um, you know, and, and, and I think it's, you know, people are looking for value, you know, for their tax dollars. So um, they want to see that the programs that the governor's proposing, you know, that we measure them and, and we demonstrate that they have a good return. Um, and so there are a lot of programs that have been around a long time and they're not being measured. And then the governor tries to tack on new programs uh, and those new programs sound pretty good, but the question is, how do we pay for them? And, you know, you see they raise the income tax this year uh, to pay for some of it. And then in the governor's budget, you know, she'll say, well, we didn't raise taxes, but they raise all kinds of fees. And, you know, fee increases are tax increases, too. Um, so, you know, I'm concerned about all the fee increases. I mean, when I started... Uh, I came in the same year Governor Whitmer came in as governor, uh, which was five years ago. Our budget was $57 billion. This budget she proposed is over $80 billion. Uh, we saw the governor um, move forward with borrowing another, I think it was $700 million to pay for roads. You know, that that's that's going to be paid over 30 years. Uh, of debt. And what we're seeing from the road industry is, um, you know, in the next year or two, uh, when all the borrowing's done, there's a huge drop off in road funding. And so I'd like to see us come up with, you know, a permanent funding solution for roads. Um, that, you know, that population council says we have among the worst roads in the state, and that's largely our local roads. So, you know, that's, a, that's the kind of thing you got to come together and say, how are we going to prioritize this in the budget. And so roads, I think, should be a big priority. 
and then accountability and education. You know, we, the Democrats repealed the, uh, thir- the third grade reading law last year, and they repealed the A through F grading system, which was a simple way for parents to understand how the schools performed. Uh, Governor Whitmer created a second Department of Education. So now there's two, um, which, you know, could allow some of the poor performing schools to kind of, you know, fall between the cracks because of all this confusion when you have two bureaucracies. We need real accountability in education so that we can measure the performance and and pick some, you know, standards uh, like student performance to measure schools by so that we can start fixing this system and improving education. And we need to focus on career readiness not, um, you know, not uh, politics or, or social justice. It needs to be career readiness. And that is where we're going to start moving our schools in a better direction. And uh, very quickly, what's the next step in your chamber dealing with these budget recommendations? Well, the House is tied right now, uh, 54 Republicans and 54 Democrats. And so that means whatever we do, you know, we're going to have to work together. Um, we've had some challenges. I mean, the Democrats are running the body, and, uh, you know, every week you see bills fail on the floor, uh, bills failing in committee. Um, you know, it's really embarrassing to watch uh, the mismanagement of the chamber by the Democrats. And there's a much easier way to do it, which is roll up our sleeves, negotiate, and and figure out where we can come together to solve the problems. Um it's been a slow start to the year, but I hope we'll get there. State Representative Republican House Leader Matt Hall with us on a legislative update for this morning on WKZO. Matt, thanks so much for your time. Thank you.